Welcome from Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 294, and welcome to a beautiful morning here in Arizona. It's really actually quite nice this morning. Uh, sitting out here, I'm not sweating, so that's a, that's a bonus. Anytime in the summer, like we evaluate whether it's a good day or a bad day versus uh, uh, based upon how much you're sweating. And so it's like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting on my front porch and I'm not sweating. This is a, a really a really good day. It's going to start off. It's going to be awesome. So uh, I hope you're doing good wherever you are, whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this. Uh, hope you're doing good. I know a lot of you go on walks and many of you listen to this in the car as you drive to work. And some of you even listen to it when you're getting ready or working out. Whatever it is, I, I hope you're doing really, really, really great. Um, I've been reminded recently of uh, how little we actually are. How, uh, and I don't mean that as a way to push us down, but to put us into the right perspective. In the last episode, uh, I talked about the James Webb Telescope. Now, I, if, you're a, if you're a space person, you're like, you and I are going to be tracking. Uh, if you're not a space person, uh, let me bring you into it. Just so, uh, James Webb Telescope, a $4 billion telescope that they launched into space, and you're, we're like, man, that's a lot of money. We could have done a lot of good. And, and I, I, with other things. And I, I don't disagree uh, for some of you who would say that. But here's what I find really, really interesting uh, that I kind of brought up in the last podcast. That for some reason, we're getting a, we're getting a view into something overwhelming uh, right now. And, I, and, and the smallness that I think I'm feeling is like, you know, there you have these moments where you think you, you know what to do and you're all in control and you've got kind of stuff figured out. And then something like this photograph pops up and it's from like four and a half billion years, light years away. It's like a picture of the uh, of a spot like a grain of sand and it's a thousand galaxies, each with billions of stars in each one of the galaxies. And you start to feel really small, not insignificant. Like I feel very significant. Uh, but you start to feel like, wow, there is so much more going on in the universe and in the world and in all creation than I can even begin to fathom. So here's why I bring that up again. And I think uh, it's just maybe a reoccurring thing to keep bringing up here and there. And it's this. Uh, everybody's trying to control something right now. Everybody's in this space of, you know, we've got a political season uh, that's upon us and all these different crazy things that are happening with COVID and with the economy. And it's like, it's almost like this God gave us this, this little snapshot into his world. Like, and he's just like, I'm not stressed out. Everything's fine. And so I know a lot of you are going through some stuff and it's not easy stuff. It's hard stuff. But just, I think if you got like, uh, I, my uh, counselor always says like, you find these pictures and just put them somewhere like blow it up put it somewhere to remind yourself like you are not in control and that might be something that really relieves your heart and your soul today in the midst of like the craziness that everything that is the day in and day out just remind yourself like 
there's something there's so much more going on here and to try to find some rest in 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 the midst of all that i think could be really helpful for many of your hearts and souls uh i want to say thank you to all of you who continue to give thank you thank you thank you support the uh the the podcast if you want to do that you can go to patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash front porch confessional you can you can uh, be a monthly donor there so thank you for those of you who have done that and uh thanks for those of you who listen i love that um it's kind of cool i don't really pay attention to who listens and how often and all that kind of stuff but every once in a while i get these little emails and i'm like oh that's so cool people are listening that's awesome so anyway uh thanks if you're listening really really appreciate it all right our passage for today colossians 317 and just an encouragement uh, read this whole chapter. It is so, so good. It will encourage you so much and challenge you so much. Colossians 3.17, this is the last verse in the chapter, and it says this, And whatever you do, in word and or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So Colossians 3.17 And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God uh, the Father through him. A while back, uh, Patty and I decided that we wanted to develop some family values. Now, if you listen to the podcast for any period of time, uh, I have said before that I'm a values-driven person person but here's the really really cool thing is it so is patty and it's been one of those things that as a couple that's really bonded us we you know we might disagree on some small things but on the major things like we've always been pretty united uh pretty uh pretty together on 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 major things which i'm really really grateful on the minor things we're going to be all over the place i mean I'm, I like being around people uh, to some extent. Patty is a full-blown introvert. I want adventure. I want to travel all around the world. Patty's like, nah, just hang tight here in Arizona. You know, like, so we're pretty different on the spectrum of, you know, likes and things like that. But we are completely unified in values. And so as a result of that, we thought, man, that what a cool gift uh, for our family, for us as a couple. We want to bring that into the family as a whole. So, you know, we had the boys, uh, Ben and Coop, and now Mika, and we said we want to develop family values. And so we have this kind of phrase we say is us gokies. In Uskokies, it's just some real basic, you know, values about being kind, about forgiving, about loving people, about being generous. Like, there's all these kind of things that we say, this is kind of who we are. This is what we do. And what I really love about what Paul's doing here to the Church of Colossae is he's going, let me give you that. Let me tell you, like, when as you made a commitment to follow after the Lord, you know, if you've committed, and, and we tend to forget, like, listen, if you're reading the scriptures, don't forget that this is a story. I mean, it's a true story. It's a narrative about the how the local church is growing, how the family of God came together. And so we forget, like, man, in the midst of that, there's a lot going on, right? They've got cultural things that are coming against them. They've got, you know, family things. I mean, a lot of these people exiled by their family, kicked out of the synagogues, like the place in which they have kind of found their roots and historical roots. Like, and a lot of them as a result, well, all of them who made a commitment to follow Jesus 
were kind of kind of uh, kicked out uh, of all those things, family and kicked out of the, 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 the foundations of their institution, like the Jewish institution, the synagogue. Like, I mean, the, 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 the Greek culture at the time is against this. You know, it's like they're just getting hit from all other angles, and Paul's trying to rally them going, hold on, hold on, what do we rally around? What do we go after? And he's going, listen, if you've made a commitment to follow after Jesus, this is cool. It touches everything. Sacred and secular. What we've tended to do in our culture is, and and I would say Paul experienced this in his culture, is they want to divide. Like there's like sacred things and there's secular things. Like sacred things are like I go to church and I read my Bible and I pray. Secular things are like, you know, the restaurants we eat at or, or the movies we watch or, or things like that. And what Paul's like, nope, doesn't work that way. I think one of the greatest illustrations of this, I hear people all the time say, well, I only listen to Christian music. And I, I want to go, well, even Christian music is secular, right? Because it's based on secular principles. Like that, the reason why that music has come to us is it's making money. It would never have made it on the radio if it wasn't going to make money, right? And that, that business plan is a part of turning a profit and you have to do certain things and if you get behind the scenes of a lot of the christian music industry unfortunately it doesn't look much different than the quote-unquote secular and and what it is is we like these boxes we like these really cool boxes they make us feel comfortable secular say oh that's really bad and then sacred oh that's really really good and what paul's going like if you follow jesus it's everything it's everything it touches everything That's why he literally says, and whatever you do, that's essentially saying there's this word pas in the Greek, all, in everything, all. And then he, in word, indeed, do everything, right? All, do everything. So in everything you do, all, everything, it touches everything. And then whatever you do, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, which is really, I mean, if you're a Christ follower, I mean, think about the ramifications of this. Think about it. Like, it's every, there is no secular sacred. It's all sacred. Now, if we're following Jesus, this is creating for us an incredible guardrail to evaluate why we're doing what we're doing and to repent and to praise. Like, if we're moving forward in some things that we're like, man, this I am doing this for the Lord, then praise him. But I think there's a lot of things in our lives that we're not doing for him. We kind of go, no, no, this one's separate. No, 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 this one's different. And Paul's like, it doesn't work that way. If you've made a decision to follow after Jesus, it impacts everything you do, which means this. The way you spend money, it impacts that. The way you talk, it impacts that. The way you run your business, it impacts that. You know, I find so many believers who I see kind of manipulating business principles to get certain, I mean, it's shady. It's kind of shady. It's, I mean, and our culture goes, hey, listen, no, it's completely legal. And you're like, as a believer, you go, is it though? Because I'm held to a higher level of accountability. Why? Because I'm doing it through Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, in our name, in his, or in his name, for him and, and for his glory, and so I need to start evaluating what I'm doing, how I'm doing, how you write things off. Come on, let's just be honest. Like, we've got to really be honest about that in every area of, it touches 
every area of our life. It touches our diet, the way, ta- way we take care of our bodies, the way we drive. Holy cow. Some of you are the most gentle, kind person. Get you behind the wheel of a car, and it is like, who is this demon-possessed person? What happened to them, right? Because we're like, no, no, no. I'm just kind of like that when I drive. No, no, no. According to Paul, he's going, it impacts that. You have to evaluate that. You have to bring that in conviction. Because if we start segmenting things out, it starts to divide our hearts and our souls and our minds and our strengths. And all of what Paul is saying in this particular passage is around the unity. Unity of the believers, unity in Christ. And that makes a dramatic impact on how we live in this world. It is our gospel presentation in this world to be one with Christ and one with one another. And so it makes no sense to be divided in the way we think about things or do things. And so I hope here's what I'm hoping as we, we kind of come to the end of this particular thought is this. What if you just stopped and paused and, and started to evaluate, like, have I created these divisions? Have I, start, have I started segmenting out my relationship with the Lord and, and started talking about what's, oh, no, no, that's his, but oh, no, this is mine, or this is secular, or this is sacred, or how, what does it look like to refocus my life around what Paul is saying, which is this, whatever you do, whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything, it's kind of rep, rep, repetitive, in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God. Look how beautiful that is. That's how, that the when I do everything for the Lord Jesus, it's like I'm giving thanks to the Father through him. How beautiful. And, and one of the things I was working through is this idea that when we know what's been done for us, when we know what Jesus has done for us, uh, we will do for God and others. We won't segment, we won't divide. And it's a beautiful thing that we're being invited into to move forward and to go like, listen, our lives are to be lived on purpose because it's not just about making money. It's not just about being healthy. It's not, I mean, those things, go do them, but go do them for the glory of God. Everything we do is for the glory of God and everything we do is to just share this good news to a culture that's desperately looking. You can see it right now, desperately looking for clarity and it makes no sense for Christians to divide themselves. What our world needs to see is we are unified in Christ and unified with one another. So the question is this, very simply, where are you dividing yourself? Where you should be unifying yourself? Father God, oh, we are hardwired for division. We are hardwired for division. Satan loves to tempt us in this way. So protect us. Protect us not from creating categories and boxes and let us Uh, acknowledge you and glorify you and all that we do for your glory and honor. So take a breath, reflect, believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers.